Don't worry, I'll cut that out. It wasn't funny. Okay. The Burgess Love Connection. You need to rock. Welcome, everyone, to Hello. the Burgess Love Cast. We are back a- <laughs> and alive. We are a semi-annual podcast featuring two brothers who give advice mm-hmm. and also do other things. Yeah, I'm like here. You <laughs> record once every fucking fiscal year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> When was our last uh, podcast? It was fucking... Uh, I want to say May? April? No. Yeah. April? I don't know. May? Here's what I know. my birthday. Yeah. Here's what I know. Is I sat at home for about three, four months quarantined before I was able to go back into the office. Plenty of time and energy to fucking do it. And we just didn't. Didn't. And it's it's on brand for us. So it's okay. Yeah, no, I think everyone was expecting it. Or should yeah. I say not expecting I, it? I, I, I would not be surprised if everyone deleted us out of their library because they're like, well, those guys died. No, there's no, there's no deletion. It's just, you know, with certain libraries, when you when a new episode isn't posted, it gets bumped all the way to the back of your, you know, saves or oh. your, your subs. And so now, like, a new episode is going to be posted. It's going to pull it to the front, and it's going to be, like, you know, discovering a lost sock in the back oh. of the paper. Oh, well, that'll be fun for me. Yeah, so we're a second The sock. only person still listening? I listen sometimes. Oh, okay. I'm your youngest brother, Bags. Cross the internet for me, as always. It's my brother, Pants. Your codependent man, baby. Uncle Pains. I forgot. Pants, I want to talk about. Yeah, me too. And I kind of bullshit it. Yeah, you, anyway. you Pants... fucking abandoned it, right? right. <laughs> yes, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about. Uh, you, you, you turned me on to this today. Oh. Um, oh, me. Yes. There is. It's November 6, 2020, and this is a System of a Down watch. Oh, they're back. Because they released back. two songs they're back. Yeah. today. They did. And I just I just want to say, I listened to them both. One of them is bad, and mm-hmm. one of them is good. And I can only assume that the bad one was written by Serge, and the good one was written by Darren. Because... Well, it depends on what makes it That's their ranking bad. in the band. It depends on what makes them bad. It, the good, the bad one, the bad one is just very boring, and it's just it's very the same like thing over verse, and over chorus, and over. verse, yes, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. I don't know that end one, of song. That one might singing. be Surge. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The bad one is Surge. Surge wrote the bad one. That's oh, what gotcha. I'm saying. Yeah, okay, yeah. never mind then. Because he because he also wrote Empty Walls. Yeah, that song was also fucking, a bad song. Darren's song was fucking bad too, though. Oh, it was. It was like the guitar solo, if you can call it that, was one note. I remember it being mm-hmm. on Rock Band, and you literally just like hold down one of the buttons. Yeah, it's one note, and then <laughs> fucking thirty minutes later into a fucking two minute song, he fucking. Oh yeah, moved, they modulate. You know, he, he, yeah, he just moves it up a, a full step, and yeah, I, right. I remember yeah. hearing it. When it launched, and I fucking I called it. I was like, "Dude, if he just sits on that note and <laughs> I launches just it say up, you called him." N- oh no! <laughs> oh, man, I yeah, called, I called him. him. <laughs> like, Darren, what are you doing? <laughs> you got a sponsorship from Gibson and Marshall. Play your fucking <laughs> instrument. 
It's not what they pay you to do. This is the 2020 system of a down content you've been waiting for. Yes. No, my my um my my thought process was, you know, over the past four years on Twitter.com, the hell site, I've been making jokes that at least a Trump presidency will bring us a brand new system of a down album. Oh yeah, you did kind of call it. I no, Andrew. My frustration with System of a Down is that they waited until it seems like Biden might win to release new content. Well, yeah, that's because their drummer's fucking hardcore mega fan. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's like I would have taken a Serge Tonkian song, Eric. Would in you the, in the middle not of the, the Trump presidency? No, not not in the middle of the presidency, and definitely not in the middle of a pandemic. That's not what this nation oh, needs. Right. Not in the middle of a pandemic. I'm saying like maybe a year ago I would have taken it. I don't but know, man. Trying, but now I'm trying to determine like an empty walls pun that I could do. No, it's Eric, just not. It's Eric, not working. It, 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 there's a Trump pun in there somewhere with the wall. Eric, put yourself it, in your own in shoes there. there. It's you a year ago. Yeah. Surge right. releases a new single. Right. And, and it fucking blows. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling? It would kind of ruin the year for me. Everything. It yeah. would just be like, yeah, why not add a fucking sur- a <laughs> shitty Surge single on top of all of this shit? <laughs> right. And then the pandemic happens, and then, like, oh, of course, pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, <laughs> the, the shitty Surge Tonkin song was a portent to the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, we had our shitty Surge and Darren spinoffs. Like we yeah, don't we need. Did. We don't need. I do more of them. There, there was one time when I. Tra- what is the fucking Darren song? Is it fucking something about Hollywood? I think. What is the song? <laughs> Eric, is, no, nobody knows because it wasn't memorable because it was what bad. Are, Darren, and that's how bad it was. Like when things suck, you remember. Like okay, that fucking blue Scars up. on Broadway. It was called. The band was called Scars on Broadway, mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. song was. Uh, Scars on Broadway. Hold on. I got to find this single. Self-titled debut album. But that's how bad it was. Is like you don't remember it because it's just... Right. <laughs> Where the fuck... Oh, my God. They had they had an album in 2008 and another one in 2018. They Say. The song was They Say. Are you sure? Okay. Yes, I found it. Yes. See, that doesn't even... Scars on Broadway rings a bell to me. They yeah. Say does not. Yeah, That's how bad say. that fucking song was. Yeah. So what I was going to say is I tried at one point years ago. I was going to say they say. I <laughs> I tried at one point uh, years ago to – because I, I had the theory that if you were to do a mashup of Darren Malankian's They Say with Serge Tonkian's – Yeah. Am I saying that right? Uh, Probably not. Serge Tonk- – it's Tonkian, I think. Yeah, with Serge Tonkian's – empty walls you'd have the perfect system, system of a down 100 yeah, because I, I they stand need by it. it's like outcast like they need each other at the mm-hmm. core mm-hmm. but i tried i did it in audacity and i found well first off i didn't try very they're, hard yeah but, well they're probably in different keys eric that's, well and that's that was gonna, part of the problem yeah <laughs> that's gonna skew things a little bit yeah. and also like complete very different time signatures and but if someone out there is way smarter with musical software than me which there are plenty of well eric like you just got to spend more than that. more than 20 minutes on it and you probably be, started about yeah, 20 minutes yeah you, you'll you'll be able to figure it out you just gotta put some time into it yeah well, I was I was working re- anyway. You have to understand, you're reverse engineering two fucking turds and trying to turn them into a piece of gold. <laughs> back, back into back into a diamond. Take yeah, not even a di- yeah, not even a, squeeze a diamond. diamond yeah. You're you're trying to turn them back into the fucking sandwiches and shit that they were before they went in. 
Di- sandwiches. <laughs> oh, digestive system. Yeah. Okay. All right. It, I was, like, it was, it was that... after it left my mouth. I was like, that's a fucking not funny. <laughs> so I well, apologize Andrew, for that one. Sometimes on this show, we give advice based on Reddit questions. So if you'd like to go ahead and whip one of those. Oh, yes. Start, that is one of our that process. Yeah. That's one of our we can things. play, but let's see what this, happens. Um, I've got three. I've got some juicy ones here, but when I read the headline, for this one, I um, was laughing. All right. Uh, so from Reddit, am I in the asshole? Am I the asshole for driving a tractor to school? <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, yep. My parents are both out of the country and they took the cars with them. And my school doesn't have buses that come to my area since I live in an obviously rural area since we have a tractor. The tractor, yes. <laughs> While my school is in the suburbs a bit far away. To deal with this, I just drove to school in a tractor. I didn't see how it would be a problem. It takes up no more space than a pickup truck, and the parking lot is rarely more than halfway full. Yeah. Other than on major school events. Well, that's, I, a, that's a wrinkle in this, is parking. I hadn't thought of that. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back to that, I'm sure. Well, there's a few wrinkles. And, hey, those things only go like 20 miles an hour. Oh yeah, Andrew. I'm I'm that, familiar with yeah. Craig Morgan's International Harvester. Of, I know you are, because you got <laughs> you got that goddamn song stuck in my head like a year ago, and it's, it lives rent free in mine. Yep, it's yeah, no, it does in mine too, <laughs> and that's rude. Papa papa plower. Anyway, Joker Logan Logan. I drove to school several days on the tractor, and on the third day, the principal comes out and says, I need to go home with the tractor. I explained that I live 35 kilometers away. All right, so this is in Europe. Yep. And that is not an option. He says he doesn't care, and I told him no. Dude, yeah, because also, if if somebody tried to do that in America, fucking every... Oh, yeah. Fucking, I, the, I won't get it. The next that. day, half of the class would be driving tractors to school yeah. as a show of solidarity. In <laughs> mega, in mega. Tra- no tractor mess. lives matter would, mm-hmm. be t- would be trending in that town. <laughs> I'm going to get an education and I don't care what he says. I ignored him as he's screaming at me. He then called the police. Police came to my classroom and they made me come out. Later turns out there's nothing they can do as there's nothing in the school rules or the region's laws about driving tractors to school and it's allowed on public roads. Of course. Yes, I could see this. (laughs) Principal the next day says I need to stop. I told him to go fuck himself. He then tells me to go with him to the principal's office, and I continue to tell him to go fuck himself. He calls my parents to discuss disciplinary actions, and just like last time he called my parents, all right, so this is a repeat offender, said, my parents said, I'm on a work trip, I'm getting paid 400 euros an hour, I don't have time for this petty shit. Love it. (laughs) Unless you can pay me more, I don't want to hear it. Love it. And he hung up. In in, In the end, all they could do is give me detention for disrespecting authority which i didn't show up to because that dumbass forgot to put me in the system on the detention list online fuck my school and fuck my principal am i an asshole for driving a tractor to school if you're if you're blocking traffic then yeah kind of right right but if you were if so given your situation both your parents cars were gone there's no bus like you have to get to school it's either that or walk or rollerblade or whatever like obviously you're going to take the most economic option for you 30 some kilometers yeah Yeah. fucking know how long that is is it exactly um (laughs) is it far i have no idea 30 (laughs) kilometers that could be down the street 
Well, hold on. All right. Well, I'm going to Google this real quick because so I we're about get to look into... fucking real dumb here. I, well, obviously, it's far enough. I'm not that dumb. I am. Kilo- 30 kilometers. 35. Miles. 18 and a half miles. So I want to get into the headspace of the guy who thinks that it's not cool to drive a tractor to school. Maybe, hmm. Is it some sort of preparatory school where it's seen as, you know, like we talked about a little mm, bit ago, mm-hmm. like, you know, if it's an urban center and the guy's kind of living in a rural yeah. area, maybe it's seen as uncouth to drive a tractor to school. Yes, it's going to you know? uh, scare away the potential donors because they're like, yes. what what farmland people, what rural hillbillies I like farmland. I like farmland. That's good. Farmland, <laughs> farmland hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> come to this school. What grass-munching hillbillies come to this preparatory academy? But here's the thing, though, that I'm going to throw a wrench in there, though, Eric. We're in Europe. They, A, they're using kilometers, and he said euros. That is, so we're in Europe somewhere. Any European nation, school's paid for by the government. Right. So, no private investors. So. Yes, you're right. mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. But do they have private institutions there? They must. That's oh, a thing. Of, yeah, they have private institutions. So it's a private preparatory school, and everyone has to wear sweater vests, and the principal comes out one day, and he's ah, wearing his sweater sure. vest. And he sees what what what, but not a large international harvester. But if it's, okay, so if it's a private preparatory... taking prep- up two spots in his student's parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and what, but, do you, what, do you, what do you expect I mean, yeah, did you, to did do? You also Simply have stand like a, idly by? <laughs> did you also have, like, a combine attached to the front of it, and it was actually taking right. up, like, 30 fucking slots? Yeah, he's... Because yeah. that's rude. <laughs> Just, and just dangerous. an entire row. Yeah. Yes. No, it it would be quite dangerous for the children <laughs> attending, for the for the youth of, I was going to say youth of America, for the youth of Belgium attending this preparatory academy. What if he offered to give rides? Like, dur- you know, like during lunch or something. Like, he, you know, like tractor ride. Dude, nobody five, wants to go. Five dollars. No. no, but then uh, you give the money to the school. But Eric, the school and, has and funding. It's kind of, no, I know, but you know, they every school wants a. a You're new thinking gym. way too capitalistic for nations that um, tailor that shit out. Socialism is the problem here. Socialism is that what you're saying? No, is the what's problem- more dangerous than aspartame socialism? <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I think because Andrew, that's a game we play later. If <laughs> right? yeah, no, I, I, if I'm putting my headspace in the because it's the principal, right? If I'm putting yes. and he's clearly a, re, a repeat offender. Right. Yes, that's true. He did say yes. Yeah. This kid. This kid's got it tough. So it's not just the tractor. The tractor is the cherry on top. Like, of course he's driving a tractor. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I can't. What is tired of this? (laughs) Wake up and there's no milk in the fridge. Can't have a bowl of cereal and he's driving a tractor. (laughs) What has he done prior? So who's the asshole here? Is I think it's the principal's significant other. Or or something deep embedded into the principal's pet. Whatever how, is wait, going. How, how, how so? Because uh, the significant other didn't buy milk. They had the last cereal. They didn't buy oh, milk. Oh, what I thought you were saying is that this kid has, this kid is so, he's so, he's been to detention so many times. Because he does mention something like that. That the yeah, tractor yeah. may not be a huge offense, that, well, but that it's too. the cherry yeah. on top of a large list of offenses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and so, you know, this kid this kid has shown up with a backpack full of manure and he's been like, "Well, this is my backpack today." Yeah, I grabbed the wrong backpack. Yeah, he's t- like TP'd the fucking principal's house like there 
if they're like fucking Wiley e. Coyote and Roadrunner and just right. always fucking at odds with each other, then I mean, and, kind of- and you know that as you're driving the tractor, like, oh, this will send him up a wall and he ain't going to yeah. be able to fucking do shit about it. Then, yeah, you're the asshole. No, I like to believe we live in a society where people can just drive, you know. Well, Eric, we do. Mo- but- <laughs> motor vehicles from We're- A to B without being harassed. <laughs> we, Eric, we do. But over in Europe, those are different laws. Those, yeah, they sure are. And actually, yeah, I, I'm imagining, I'm just... Also, you can tell your principal to go fuck himself without getting fucking he did. expelled. Oh, right. <laughs> I do love the prospect of calling his parents and their and, and the parents like the being fr- like, "This is not, I, I, this is not worth my time." Just they're 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 vacationing in the French Riviera, and they're like, "Why the fuck are you calling me?" <laughs> you know, like is is my son life and limb, you know, in danger? And the principal's like, "Well, he drove a tractor to school." Oh, okay, so like, we got to school on time. Great, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, call me when he's dead. <laughs> All right. That's not. That's not what this line is for. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a fucking call center. The principal has a green phone in his office, yeah. similar to the president's red phone, and the green phone. And he uses it frivolously. <laughs> calls calls regarding when you <laughs> calls uh, parents regarding small infractions, such as driving a in an in uncouth instrument. To a, yeah. to a, but yeah, unless like I'm, academ- I'm still, I'm, I'm finding it still hard to get in the headspace of the principal. Roads in Europe are often a lot smaller than roads in America. They got less space, so maybe it is. True. Maybe it is. Maybe it him. is taking up. Maybe the principal no. was late to. The principal <laughs> knows he's was late be stuck that behind. Day. Oh, dude, the principal was stuck behind him on the drive yes. to work. Yes. Uh huh. Yep. Uh-huh. He was late that he was late that day. So that day. The first initial tractor day was um, Helga's birthday, and he knew Helga was bringing in some very marvelous strudels that day. Okay. And so he wanted to get to school to get the strudels before they were all taken. Oh, it's strudel day at work. It's strudel day. Yeah, it's not even Helga's birthday. Fuck her. She just brings in strudels. Mm-hmm. And it's a once-a-year thing. Yeah. And that was strudel day. But guess how many, you know... There were no strudels left no, when, when he, he got to school. No, when he got there, they were all fucking gone because he was behind a tractor. And then as he's sitting at his desk in his in his office, strudelless, strudelless, he opens the window um, to, <coughs> and sees the same tractor in his parking lot. And right. who is it? It's goddamn Yawn. Wait. That's Yon's tractor? He's been detention every, like, fucking 28 right. times this fucking right. year. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, yep. he is going. That's corporal punishment. And then he remembered he lives in Europe and can't do a goddamn thing about it. Right. And that just made him more mad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, he did approach Helga about this and asked about the strudels. And she said, well, if I start serving strudels multiple times a year, then it just loses the lust. Yeah. And also, day. if I save one for you, it sets a precedent. Now I'm making right. one for everyone. And, well, I'm the th- principal. I can afford you could save one for me. Yeah, but you're not I'm you're boss. not fucking paying me to make these strudels. It's a it's a thing I do out of my own generosity. So I'm paying. Right. I pay. I pay for the ingredients. I and I'm making I'm making 20 of them. And if you can't get here, then better luck next year. To make matters worse, Jan, as I mentioned earlier, taking advantage of this and offering tractor rides at, at lunch for $5 a piece, 
is funding the strudel fund for next year. <laughs> Here's the forty dollars I made at lunch for strudels next year. Please let me know the schedule so that I might ride my tractor to work. Yes. <laughs> really fuck with the principal yet again he can't do shit so yeah if, if Jan knew it was strudel day and was like planned out to make the principal late then yes you're the asshole he's the asshole and I like that mm-hmm. I, I like that universe better I do oh well, yeah I do too it's way more entertaining <laughs> yes I have a game that we can play and this is a game that okay. we played before uh, this is a game called fool pants Fool me. This game? Nope. This game is a game where I have the synopsis for three movies. Okay. And you have to tell me which one is fake. Based oh, on just this the one. Synopsis. Yeah. Okay. 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 So I only do it every. Oh, well, this should... one's hard. Is you're good at? I mean, that's what you went to school for is writing. So. Well, thank you. There's a piece of paper on my wall that agrees with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is what I went to school for. Okay. So. Uh, this month, the Fool Pants is Thanksgiving themed. Uh, so we have some movies about just being home for Thanksgiving or not. Just celebrating the holiday with family or maybe by yourself. Who knows? Okay. Um, and so three movies. Here we go. And, uh, as a fun little, uh, addition to the game, I am now including the runtime, the budget and the box office. Oh, dude, you can't throw those metrics in. Oh, dude, I am. He just makes it way more legitimate. <laughs> right. Um, I'm is, also that's like expert mode. All right. I'm, getting... I'm, I'm also including actors and actresses when I feel like necessary. Okay. So just You've a clearly fun little put, spr- You put a lot of time into this. That you did yes, that for, I did. You did that for you. <laughs> yes, I did. And it's going to be fun. Okay, okay, here we go. So this is Fool Pants and this is Thanksgiving themed. So uh, first movie. Movie number one, Freebirds. One Reggie, word or two. Ter- Two words, free birds. Oh, I saw Reggie the turkey, voiced by Owen Wilson, is pardoned by the President of the United States as per the annual White House Thanksgiving tradition. He lives a comfortable life at Camp David, enjoying pizza and telenovelas. Meanwhile, a turkey named Jake, voiced by Woody Harrelson, is the president and only member of Turkey's Liberation Front. He kidnaps Reggie, and the two turkeys travel back in time together to the first Thanksgiving with an important goal in mind. That is a lot to process. Take turkeys off the menu for all time. Runtime, 91 minutes. Budget, 55 million. Box office, 110.4 million. Refuse to believe that. That has to be you, but I'll listen to the other ones. Movie number two. Okay, so movie number one was Freebirds. Turkeys try and stop, you know, people from eating turkey. Okay. This movie. There's just Talk- no way that that made $104 million at the box office. 110 but okay. <laughs> okay. Talk turkey to me. Oh, my God. It's the first Thanksgiving without her family for empty nest divorcee Marsha Schuster, played by Joan Cusack. And grocery shopping for one just isn't the same. That is, until she runs into handsome, debonair, newly divorced James, played by Fred Ward, at the local market. Eric, I don't know who those people are, but keep going. 
James James commiserates that he too will be alone on Thanksgiving, and the two decide to share the evening. See the together. synopsis with the word commiserate. Like synopses don't put words like that. They, it's it's supposed to be for the layman. Fifty percent of one, America does not know what commiserate means. But keep going. Well, Tom DeLonge does. <laughs> he is not in this movie. <laughs> There's one hitch though. James asks if he can bring his dog Rufus. All right, sorry. I'm, but you said there's one hitch, though, and I was going to... If you went into It's Hitch, <laughs> Will Smith shows up as Alex Hitchens from Hitch. <laughs> James asks if he can bring his dog Rufus. Thinking nothing of it, Marcia says yes and is eager to meet the pooch. Bro, where but do you ja- find these synopses? But when James and Rufus arrive on the big night, Marsha is shocked to find Rufus isn't an ordinary dog. He can talk. That is so much to process. And it seems James is none the wiser. When Rufus, voiced by Danny Trejo. (laughs) No. (laughs) Do you want... All right, you have an A story, a B story, and a C story. Which Which one do you want to be the main one? Yeah. You, you can't have all one? three. Oh, <laughs> you can't have all three. Okay, okay so Marsha is shocked to find Rufus isn't an ordinary dog. He can talk, and it seems James is none the wiser when Rufus, voiced by Danny Trejo, tells Marsha that James isn't all he seems to be. She's stuck between a long overdue romantic evening. And the fear that this talkative pooch may be saving <laughs> yeah, and, and, and to- her from a disastrous and a com- affair. And a conversation with Danny Trejo as a, as a dog. <laughs> also, okay, for some so, reason, I'm clipping now. What? Whatever, keep okay. going. Okay, no, that's it. Runtime, 89 minutes. Budget, 40 million. Box office, 28.1 million. Yeah, that's very believable. Because that, sounds, okay, that I- sounds fucking bad. <laughs> Okay, final movie. The movie titled The House of Yes. That's a dumb title. Mar- Marty Pascal, Josh Hamilton, is engaged to Mary Leslie, Tori Spelling, God, I don't- a dizzy blonde he met when she was working at a donut shop. And he bravely decides that it's time she met his family, so he brings her along for Thanksgiving dinner at his mother's house in West Virginia. Wouldn't, wouldn't have known from the is- title. But bravery is necessary because the Pascals are not an especially healthy or wholesome family. In this environment, where refusing your child anything is all but unknown, the youngest son, Anthony, Freddie Prince Jr., Damn. has grown up to be an over-anxious virgin, eager to seduce Leslie while Marty's no, not paying no, attention. No, we're not going that direction. No. And Marty's twin sister, no. Jackie... No. And Marty's twin sister Jackie, in quotes. All, I, here, here's what here's what pisses me off already is oh, everything wow. you're reading me was pitched to a studio <laughs> executive, <laughs> and and created, and they said yes to two of them. <laughs> this is okay. I keep going. Okay, so Freddie Prince Jr. Blah blah blah. Okay, Marty's twin sister Jackie, Un-fucking in quotes. Real. It's a nickname. Malignly obsessed with Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. Something you don't put in a synopsis. Often reenacts the murder of JFK using spaghetti sauce for blood when she can't get a hold of real bullets. Andrew, hold on. (laughs) Who wrote that character arc? (laughs) 
Okay, okay, okay. Marty's twin absurd. sister. <laughs> Marty's twin sister Jackie. God, I can't believe somebody said yes to this. With Jacqueline Kennedy Onassis. No. Often, re- often reenacts the murder of JFK using spaghetti sauce for blood when she cannot get a hold of real bullets. And what? how does that? I'm sorry. Enjoys... I, don't, I don't understand that statement. And so she. What? What? Does she You're use... not even letting me get to the good part, No, by the I, way. I know, because I'm still upset about, like... So what, does she use bullets for blood instead? <laughs> I don't understand how that sentence... No comment. I don't understand how that sentence is formatted. Anyway, keep going. No comment. And enjoys incestuously seducing Marty, which hardly bothers Mother... Who notes that Jackie's hand was holding Marty's penis when they came out of the womb? Runtime, 85 minutes. Budget, 1.5 million. That sounds box about office, right. One million dollar budget. Office, box office, 626,000. <laughs> I, no. So, no. The movies again. Movie number one, Free Birds, an animated movie about turkeys yeah, trying yeah, to stop yeah, people yeah, from yeah. eating turkeys. Talk Turkey to Me, a movie about a divorcee who brings a guy over and there's a talking dog that tries to stop her from having a disastrous evening. And The House of Yes, where a guy brings his girlfriend home to meet his parents, or his mom, rather, and he's got a sister who's obsessed with Jackie Kennedy. (laughs) That is... If that one turns out... Out of all those movies, which one is fake? If that one turns out to be real... Also, I have to have you know, I have moved my chair so far away from my microphone because I'm screaming and clicking <laughs> and I'm talking loud. Yeah, you, you sound a little quiet now, so I think if you're if you're comfortable to move back, you can. No, I will, but I'm going to get mad again. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and that's so, true. You might. So maybe be ready to scream away from the mic. <laughs> when you and I riff on stuff, right, like Luke Wilson, I, I mean, or Owen Wilson or, and Ben Stiller always pop up, so... That leads me to believe it's the first one. Okay. Also, also Freebirds. I mean, that's just a, okay. it's a great title, and you and I are very good at coming up with movie titles. And it, sure. it's a sham that we're living in the Midwest and not as Hollywood elite with our movie titles. Um, yes. <laughs> so that that leads me to believe it's the first one. Uh, we also riff a lot on Danny Trejo. Like when I say, okay, when I say a lot, I mean more than you would actually think we do. Yeah, <laughs> he does come up. He does come up a consistent amount, infrequently, sure. but consistently, infrequently. Um, sure. And dude, that last one just sounds so fucking bad. And I, I want to believe it's the last one because that is, I. I just don't want to believe that somebody said, yeah, I'll give you a million dollars to make this movie. <laughs> but here's one and a half million. But here's the thing is like, there's so much shit in there. It's so incongruent. There's like, it doesn't follow anything. And there's that sound. It doesn't, it's not on brand for you. You stick to a theme. So, um, I'm I'm gonna go with movie number one. I pray it's movie number three, but I'm going with movie number one. The Free Birds is the fake movie, according to you. Yep. Right. Yep. <clears throat> Andrew, mm-hmm. the actual fake movie in this Thanksgiving edition of Fool Pants is 
talk turkey to me. Fuck. You're kidding me. <laughs> Freebirds is real, as is the House of Yes. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I'm so mad right now. <laughs> Dude. It was so Came hard. out of the womb holding his penis? It was so hard for me to find a synopsis of the House of Yes that of was, course it somewhat was congruent. And, and that was it the had best a budget of a million find. dollars. That's like a salary for somebody <laughs> like working as a PA, a production assistant in Hollywood. Oh my god, Eric, we need to watch that movie. Yeah, it's uh it's maligned as one of the worst Thanksgiving movies. Or worst period. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Ever. Dude, that sounds so bad. Like, Jack and Jill is probably better. Oh, Jack and Jill's bad, man. No, I remember. I think the House, I think the house of Yes had like a 50 or 60% on Rotten Tomatoes. So, <laughs> probably because it's so fucking wild, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, Dan, um, but yeah. Danny Trejo is the voice of the dog. Like, I thought that might give it away. It did, it did a little bit because it's Danny Trejo. Yeah. But what, uh, I mean, it also is like... Somewhat believable, right? Yeah, it is. It is somewhat believable. Because yeah. he's kind of in everything. <laughs> and you're like, no, I can is. see that. And and yeah, if Danny doesn't have work to play as, you know, the his stereotyped character that he plays in every fucking right. movie. Yeah, of yeah, course. A of Mexican course, gangster. Yeah, of course <laughs> yeah. He'll, he'll take on a talking dog. Of course. Right. And, and it will be, well... It will be kind of racist, right? Like, not. Nah, it will yeah, be a Mexican dog. Yeah, he'll be a chihuahua, <laughs> yeah. for sure. It will be a Mexican dog. It'll be a chihuahua, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, uh, I'm mad at that last one being real, though. I was pretty happy with Talk Turkey to me. I think I could pitch that. I think you can, too. That's the thing. These yeah. these are hard. I mean, that last uh, movie jo- was, like, I, it was just way too incongruent for you. But. Oh, the other thing about Freebirds, real movie, came out in 2013. Insane. Did, ter- did terrible at the box office. Uh, it made half. Well, the, I get, well no, it didn't. It, it, made twi- it made twice the budget. That's yeah. true. But it was critically, like, you know, uh, lampooned. But Yeah, of course uh, it was. Insane cast. It had Amy Poehler, Woody Harrelson, and Owen Wilson. And, it, and they flopped it. I don't even... Well, I... Never mind. I was going to say, I don't even remember seeing trailers for that, but the, I don't. The la- well, Eric, the last time I've turned on cable TV is when I was like in a hotel with you in Alaska. And before that, yeah. it was like years ago. <laughs> you know, right. So, right. Yeah. Well, all right. That was fun. Thanks for, I fooled pants. I get a, yeah, point. you sure fucking did. <laughs> I'm and still mad. On, on the agenda for next time we're together, the house of yes will be a feature presentation. Yeah. We're watching that dude. God, it sounds in it, bad. In its entirety. <laughs> Eric, nope. from, from the opening credits to the ending credits, we are seeing if they have after credits. <laughs> <laughs> Scene. It's uh, actually the Zapruder film shows up after, yeah, right. <laughs> after credits. <laughs> What'll get people to stay in their seats? Fucking tag on the Zapruder film. <laughs> Just give folks another opportunity to analyze it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. Well, those are two different <laughs> movies, though. You analyze one of them. They, they, you analyze each of them separately. Yeah. That's not how that works. <laughs> uh, so do we have uh, So we have a couple of things, obviously. We have uh, aspartame. We have uh, relationship advice. And we're probably sitting at about 35 minutes. I've got two headlines. Um, I'm going to let you choose the one I read. 
uh, am I the asshole for causing my boyfriend's kids to stop eating his ex-wife's cooking? Oh, God. Or are we going, am I the asshole for reporting my brother-in-law's sister to a HIPAA board for accessing my medical records? My brother-in-law's sister mm-hmm. no i like the first one i like xy's cooking i, th- I, like I figured one. you'd go in that direction because all right. a hippo might be triggering for you yeah <laughs> okay well all right so am i the asshole for causing my boyfriend's kids to stop eating his f ex-wife's cooking <clears throat> right my boyfriend got divorced this past spring and we started dating a couple months after the divorce was finalized He has two kids, 11 and 8, from his previous marriage, and has a 50-50 split custody. Because of the pandemic, I moved in with him pretty shortly after we started dating. That's not because of the pandemic. This is a fresh question. This is fresh. That's not because of the pandemic. That's because you're clingy. Um, All right, Andrew. Well, you don't just... Well, we're in a pandemic, so I'm going to move in with you. That's not how that works. Kind of. No. No, it's not. I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I didn't already live with my wife. You, at the t- you, you would know? you would make concessions to go see with her or social distance. Oh, all right. That sounds dumb. Eric, that doesn't sound fun. Eric, what hey, spice is we, there in life if I can't have... Hey, we've been dating for weeks. Or a couple of weeks. There's a pandemic. I'm going to move in with you so we can see each other more. Uh, oh, a couple of weeks? All right. Uh, well, they, they, they don't say here how long it had been before she moved in, but... I'm just saying. I'm saying, you, little... I'm saying you can't lean on the pandemic as a crutch for that. Oh, so many people are though. Oh yeah, I mean it's for a... all sorts of reasons. Yeah, yeah, okay. I know. It, it it is a get out of jail free card for sure. It, it it's it's a yep. But don't go to jail because you'll probably catch COVID in jail. Yeah, you definitely will. Um, yeah. Because of the pandemic, I moved in with a blah blah blah. Since he needed help with kids at home, oh, that's why she moved in. Mm. Mm. We didn't fin- You didn't even finish the sentence. <laughs> No, I don't believe that. Uh, This has actually worked out great. The kids and I get along fantastic. They are a total delight to be around. All right, Andrew, hold on. Mm -hmm. I need you to read the question with more vigor. Sound like you're the person, because right now you kind of sound like you're droning through the day's news. Oh, sorry. And you're losing the audience. You're losing Apologies. Because of the pandemic. Pretend you're the person. I moved in. Okay, yeah. yeah. So because of the pandemic, I I moved in with him uh, pretty shortly after we started dating. Because he needed help with the kids at home. Uh, this actually worked out really great. The kids and I get along fantastic. They are a total delight to be around. Uh, neither my boyfriend or his ex-wife could cook worth a damn. We're talking spaghetti from a can, craft mac and cheese food level cooking here, folks. There's spaghetti in a can? I need to stop on that for a second. Yeah, Eric, Chef Boyardee has spaghetti in a can. They've had it for... Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's, Remember it's when delicious. We did... Do you remember Pasta Mistake? That was good times. It was good times. <laughs> David Allen Greer makes an appearance in Pasta Mistake <laughs> for, for some unknown reason. <laughs> because that's yeah, that's, right. that's one yeah. of my... I, I will always pull in David Allen Greer if I can. I'm going to find, for next Fool Pants, I'm going to find an actual movie or maybe a fake movie with David Allen Greer and it's going to catch don't, me off guard. Don't do the one where he's like uh, a dad in a funeral. Don't do that one because I know that one's uh, real. Anyway, okay. <laughs> I, on the other hand, am a massive foodie and love to cook. And now I do 100% of the cooking in the house. Here's the problem. Now that the kids know what real food tastes like, they're absolutely refusing to eat 
anything the ex-wives will cook for them. So, the ex demanded that I either A, stop cooking, or B, send her money to pay for the takeout she's been having to buy for every meal. Oh my god. Obviously, these are ridiculous demands, but to keep the peace, I offered to cook enough extra food for the kids to take to the ex's house to to last for the week. Oh, what a flex. That's a huge flex. (laughs) This suggestion, though, enraged the ex even more, who said that I'm insulting and undermining her as a parent. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, step your game up, bitch. Yeah. Um, Buy a Betty Crocker book. Yeah. Come on. And that I need to stop acting like a mom to her kids. Am I the asshole Learn here? a trade. Uh, P.S. I know the dating time frame looks sketchy and people will inevitably ask, did you have an affair? The answer is no. Uh, my boyfriend and I had been friends for years since before he first met his ex, actually. But nothing romantic ever happened between us until after the divorce. All right, whatever. I don't care. I don't need the disclaimer. I'm more interested in the, I mean, it, the question. Yeah, I mean, it is a huge fucking flex for you to be to be like, oh, don't worry about the takeout, sweetheart. I'll fucking make food for you and your children yeah, right, right, for the right, rest yeah. of the I, week. I, like, if, I, even if you didn't mean it that way, maybe you're fucking Jesus Christ incarnate and you're just trying to, like, you know, shed some altruism. Like, that's still a huge fucking dick move. So... I like the I like the uh, the the visual of the ex sticking to her morals and eating Chef Boyardee's spaghetti from a can while their children, you know, her children right in front of her devour a sumptuous steak and potatoes. But here's yeah right here. She <laughs> I just like that refuses too. to bend to it. Yeah right. While well, while well, well, I'm uh, enjoying my spaghettios. Yeah, while well, real mom is fucking sticking a hot dog in a microwave for fucking forty five seconds on high. Yep. And, f- and she forgets to poke holes yeah, and, and, and not even putting it, not, e- not even putting it on a plate, but just handing it to him in a wrapped <laughs> fucking paper towel. Oh, uh, that's a reality for someone. <laughs> yeah, or cereal again, mom. I love I love in the situation how the kids wise up and the kids are like, you know, cuz yeah, but, but as a child dep- you're, you're depending on the age of the kid, depending on the age of the kid, you know, 8 and 11. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, at a certain age, kids are like, food is food, right? Unless you have really picky, no, picky Eric, eaters, Eric, which it we, sounds like we do in this situation. Yeah, I mean, I remember for a while, I refused to eat spaghetti unless yeah. if it had sauce on it. Here's the here's the flip, though. I know. I hated that. Why did you and hate I it? It never inconvenienced be- you. No, because I grew up thinking that you just could This is real. I grew up thinking... That you couldn't put sauce directly in the pot when you're done with spaghetti. I thought you had to keep it separate to warm it up or something when you could just warm it up by the heat Eric, of the spaghetti. you can do whatever the fuck you want with your spaghetti. I know I can now. <laughs> you, thought, <laughs> you thought the universe would just compartmentalize that for you? Well, no, so... Kind of like growing up. It's kind of like growing up where you're just convinced that turning on the light in the car while your dad is driving is illegal. Sure. Like, okay. All right. Sure. You know? Yeah. yeah. Because like you know, the dad always yells at you. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, oh, it must be illegal to drive with a light on inside. Better not do it. That, <laughs> so I, yeah. Legit, no, that's fair. I, I, I thought you. fine. I thought fine dining meant that you had to cook the sauce in a separate saucepan. Eric, you don't. Because my brother. Refused to have spaghetti sauce on his. Yeah, for, anyway, for, we kinda... for a long time. But here's the thing, though. 
Ooh, yeah. Is if mom uh, made spaghetti out of the Chef Boyardee spaghetti in a can, I would eat it. I was fine with that. I don't know why okay. that was better than yeah. the other one. Since yes, uh, I hear yeah. Okay. Anyway, so okay, fickle taste sugar. for yeah, probably sugar's uh, yeah. the answer. Yeah, sugar's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, God, I'm just this is you're th- you're th- an being... you're an ass you're not. No, you're a hero. <laughs> you're not an asshole. No, yeah, I mean, you're a you're... you're a goddamn legend. <laughs> yeah, it's right. I mean, I would... you're a cult. You're obviously. G- like a culinary expert. So you're right. not an asshole because you have a skill set, right? Right. Um, you're never apologize. Never apologize for a, if, a, as long as the skill set isn't murdering children. Yeah. Don't, or some no, other adjacent apo- things. Nobody, don't right, apologize. Let's be real. Nobody apologizes because they made a good fucking meal. That, that, no it, one. Nobody. That never happens. Uh, but what you, if you knew, um, when you offered to make it for the week, like if you were doing that as a flex, yeah, you're an asshole. That's, that's so, fucking rude. Is there something that happened in the ex's life that caused her to never take up cooking? Uh, you know, like, Oh, now we're, you know, now we're going right down conjecture lane and I love it. You know, is she, hold on. Maybe. No, I love is, it. Let's maybe, do it. Maybe this is Gretel and she had to witness Hansel being pushed into an oven and she escaped. Yep, and she was like, never felt the and same. And she was like, that. "I'm never owning an oven. It's going to be fucking pop tarts and Ritz crackers." Yep. <laughs> and it, she's got a toaster, but she still worries about that because your hand can fit in that. And mm-hmm, as the old mm-hmm. adage goes, "You cook my hand, you cook my body." Yep, and I've heard that. I, I, that. Yeah, actually, yep. I've heard that multiple times. Not in, that's in an my old. Not only growing that's in up, a lot of books. Yeah, it's in a lot of books, mm-hmm. but I've also heard it in my adult life too. Yeah, it's in a TED Talk or two. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it really changed my life. No, so I'm wondering if something happened in, you know, uh, in this woman's life that cooking is not only she's, so she's not good at it, but she could never hone it, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the sight of good cooking. Oh, here, Eric, here it is. Her dad is Gordon Ramsay. Oh, you got it. That's it. Yup. And every dish it. she made is fucking dog shit. Yep, you nailed it. Yep. She's an idiot sandwich. Yep, she's a big idiot she sandwich. She's never impressed it. This is this is just yep, yep. That's, that's who this is. Yep. This is Yep. This is the daughter of Gordon Ramsay. You've cracked it. Yep. And and whatever and, she makes will never be good enough. Where's the lamb sauce? <laughs> Dad, it's fucking <laughs> it's mac and cheese. What? There's no lamb sauce. Yeah, what are you, this risotto oh, is totally dreadful, undercooked. Dreadful. It's mac and cheese. It's, it's not, not risotto. risotto. I'm five. The <laughs> fact that I can pronounce risotto is... <laughs> and, and, and know the difference between that you, and mac and cheese should be nothing. You call this a snow cone stand? <laughs> <laughs> this is horseshit. <laughs> oh, dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. Oh wow! Oh wow! Dreadful. That is cornflakes. It's <laughs> <laughs> two ingredients. It's condensed soup from a can. Were you expecting me to till the wheat and make my own fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> cornmeal? <laughs> it's a store. Yeah. You bought it. <laughs> you knew this was coming. <laughs> I don't 
don't understand how you're just like you set yourself up for this. Why is it my fault? Oh, dreadful. Absolutely dreadful. And 30 years later, yep. 30 years later, just fucking she she could have had it all. Yep. If not for just throws a piece of cheese at their children, like unwraps yeah. the cheese. Right. Like I'm 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 imagining craft. Like the sliced cheese in a bag. Oh, yeah, the singles. The sing- yeah. Craft single, thank just, you. And we're just unpackaging it and throwing it at their face. Because I'm imagining. That's the, because okay. nothing else will be better. If that's right. if that's what you think of me, you know, making a real grilled cheese, I'm just going to throw cheese on my kid's face. Because that's. I'm imagining uh, they don't use plates in that household. No, they clearly not. They use tortillas. They use tortillas oh, no. because it's an edible plate. And, Either you know, no uh, tortillas tor- are still tortilla with a cheese a cheese slice. Tortillas are still round. Um, I'm gonna say a Kleenex because a paper it's it's one step lower than a paper huh. towel. Huh? Yeah, because those get moist and they just stick. well, and they have lotion on them, and it's <laughs> it's not what that's for. That's what I'm saying. Is this lamb sauce or is it aloe vera lotion? Dad, it's a Kleenex. You said you had, you had a stuffed nose, so I brought you a Kleenex. Dreadful. Oh, dreadful. Absolutely. Oh, wow, wow. Unfortunately, like, I'm still good with this riffing, but 25% of the riffing is sort of leaning on us doing a decent Gordon Ramsay, and we're just not pulling it I off. mean, I'm not trying. <laughs> I could try, but I'm not going to. Oh, no, it'd make it worse. Yeah. It'd only make it worse. Yeah. But, uh, so you... Um, no, again, you're not the asshole. You're an asshole if you did that flex on purpose, but otherwise... But it's a beautiful flex, and I love it. I love the flex. You're, it still makes what you an asshole. What if this if, woman if, is Ina Garten, the barefoot Contessa? What if that's who this woman is? Oh my god, Eric. Do you oh. want to go down that space? No, because we've <laughs> already gone down another space. <laughs> Had we not landed on the Gordon Ramsay thing, this woman being Ina Garten... Uh, because, by the way, Jeffrey on the Barefoot Contessa definitely sounds like this guy. <laughs> oh, I'm just just casually seeing Ina Garten. Are we married? You'll never know. And I'll never tell. Here's the thing, Eric, is all the words you just said about this barefoot person or yes. thing is I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know the Barefoot Contessa? I don't. And that's why I asked if you wanted to go down that Ed's <laughs> Got it. Yeah, no, we won't. And the couple of listeners who know Ina Garten and the Barefoot Contessa will, they'll be able to play with it in their mind. It'll be their fun activity. Yeah, you got. You, you know what? Here, Enjoy the mind game I just created for yeah, you. Yeah, shoot audience. us, shoot us a little fun uh, writing exercise. You know, play in that right. space and give yeah. us some fanfic. I'd love to. You play in that space for me. I'll sit on the bench and watch. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it won't be creepy. I'll be you know I will be enjoying it, but I tr- I will try not to enjoy it creepily. Um, it's hard to sit on a bench and enjoy things in a public space without being creepy. Think about that. Without being can creepy? One sit on, yeah, can one sit on a bench openly enjoying something in a public space yes. without being a creep? Yep. If you are clearly past the age of 60, like visu- visually, uh, visually older okay. than 60, and you have yes. a bread bag, and there are pigeons <laughs> around you, that is not creepy. That okay. That is adorable. Also, another... Uh, exception to the rule is Shakespeare in the Park. What, because the that's fuck is, delightful. What is Shakespeare in the Park? It's delightful, I've heard. I don't know what it is. I don't know. You, like, go to a show outside in a park and it's Shakespeare and you're probably sitting on a bench. 
I'm way out of my fucking wheelhouse. You have, that yeah, this is like beyond <laughs> conjecture. This is just something you made up right now. Shakespeare in the Park is a thing. It's a thing. Google it. I, I will. This is a game that we like to call What's More Dangerous Than Aspartame. What is More Dangerous Than Aspartame? We're about to find out. Oh. Andrew, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll go first. In this game, we try and determine what is more dangerous than aspartame based on the headline and subsequent news story from today's news. Or yesterday's news, or sometimes... Yes! Anyway. Andrew, your headline, please. Do you remember the rules? Oh, yeah. You read the headline, I give my answer, you read the story. Okay. And then I give... Yeah, okay. Thank you. Katrina. Uh, yes, the ghost of Katrina. She, she's still she's here by proxy. Uh, yes. East Haddam, East a uh, city in uh, Connecticut, East Haddam woman fights coyote off with pitchfork, aided by donkey. Fights what off? Fights a coyote. Okay. Fights a coyote aided by a donkey. Mm-hmm. Fights coy- coyote... Off with pitchfork, aided by donkey. And based on that, I thought you were gonna play the fucking music. I am. Oh, okay. This is the part this of the show that I still hate the most, but <laughs> I'm thinking. I know, I know. East Haddam woman fights coyote off with pitchfork aided by donkey. This was uploaded 7, 10 p.m. EST on Tuesday, November 3rd, 2020. Yeah, I have my answer. To the New Haven Register. Eric. I have my answer. Based on that headline. Yes. What's more dangerous than aspartame? Looney Tunes. (laughs) I like it. That's my answer. Oh, that's a good... The story, please. East Haddam woman fights a uh, coyote off with pitchfork, aided by donkey. East Haddam, a local woman, is being treated preemptively for possible exposure to rabies. Can I interrupt you? Yeah. I gave you the note earlier to live in the space when you read the story. Mm -hmm. You're doing it. You're doing it, and I love it. uh, Continue. Well, I'll keep going, then. Note well taken. <laughs> Exposure to rabies. <laughs> After she fanned off a coyote. Like a cl- Rabies! <laughs> like I'm a, fu- a, a fucking ringmaster at Barnum I, yes, and, and Bailey's. I, and, I, and I've imagined streamers yeah. coming out of your well, no, no. sleeves as you say that. Eric, I am wearing a red fucking tuxedo. <laughs> yes. With golden buttons. Yeah, golden buttons. <laughs> Black lapel. I've got a top hat on and a cane. And, and there, and there Andrew, are. You have a cumberbund. Yeah, oh, of you course. You have a cumberbund. Of course I do. Yes. Um, it's popping out of my um, waist and rolling up to my face. Um, yeah. Circa Dumbo. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. After she. We, I believe we left off at rabies. Yeah, a local <laughs> is being treated preemptively for possible exposure to rabies after she fended off a coyote. With the help of her donkey, and possibly came in contact with its saliva during two incidents on the same day last week, officials said. Two incidents! Okay. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. I, I just processed that. Two, <laughs> two 
two incidents? Dis- Jesus Christ. Two distinct happenings. <laughs> yes. <laughs> State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection Wildlife Division staff. That is a fucking name and a half. Yeah, the, that's a mouthful. Yeah, the SDEEPWD uh, were contacted by an East Haddam resident recently who described being attacked by the animal uh, on October 22nd. According to media relations manager Will Healy, the woman told Deep, I guess that's the acronym that they went with. Okay. <laughs> Even though that's missing a few letters. It, it sounded like it was, but I, you know. State, it, it, just, it's State Department of Energy and Environmental Protection Wildlife Division. Stadeep. Stadeep WD. Sadeep would do. What would Sadeep do? <laughs> WW Sadeep D. The woman told Deep <laughs> officials she fought the animal off with a pitchfork and that, and that it bit her boot. Before it was kicked by her donkey, Healy said. Love it. She notified the East Haddam Animal Control Officer, Michael P. Olzaki, for assistance. Uh-huh. Victim said, the coyote attacked her later the same day. What is happening in East Haddam? They got two know. prior incidences, and it happened again <laughs> the same day? <laughs> I did not screen this. The victim said... We never do. The victim said the coyote attacked her later the same day while she was driving in her car near her home. And that she... Fuck that. And that she attempted to hit the animal, but it ran off, Healy said. The victim notified neighbors, who allegedly also encountered a coyote. Dude, she just goes twisted metal on this coyote in the middle of the road. Her neighbors also allegedly encountered a coyote exhibiting sim- okay. similarly aggressive behavior, Healy said. What I what I don't like about the word allegedly, and I learned this as a yeah, very yeah, young Yeah, I know. You're, you're about to kill this for me, but... Yeah, what I don't like about the word allegedly is that it, it it implies that some crime happened and there's some kind of burden of innocence or or, uh, or not burden but assumption of innocence. And so when you tell or that me they're that just the lying, neighbors, they're lying. Yeah, sure, but in this case, like it's kind of like, oh, well, you wait till you hear the coyote side of it. <laughs> like that's kind of the you know what they're setting up. It's like, I don't think I need to hear the coyote's side of it. The victim notified neighbors who allegedly also encountered a coyote exhibiting similarly aggressive behavior, Healy said. Yeah, but they're the Jansons, and they fucking lie all the time. Yeah, those, goddam- so those goddamn Jansons. The fucking Jansons. Look, I know there's a coyote around here, rake. but I don't know if the Jansons saw it. Okay. They don't rake. The leaves blow over to my side of the yard. and they, they Every say, year. They, they do it every fucking year. And they have year. the fucking balls to say they saw the same coyote but are only telling me now? and they steal my mail <laughs> i seen them i know they do it why do they want your comcast bill like why is that <laughs> it's it's paperless it says right also on there we're in northeast i think it's verizon over there <laughs> uh, continue the woman said they came over to her property eventually located the coyote and shot and killed it okay so it won't be a problem moving forward. Problem handled. The animal control officer. Andrew, hold on, Andrew. Andrew, once again, another problem solved by guns. Oh, yeah. Guns solve a lot of problems. That's why it's a Second Amendment. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks, guns. <laughs> uh, that was sponsored by Dan Crenshaw. 
Uh, that was sponsored by guns. <laughs> by guns. <laughs> and Wayne. No one can do what you do, guns. Wayne LaPierre paid us to uh, put that in the podcast. Oh, Andrew, he's extremely bankrupt. <laughs> yes, I know. The check bounced. <laughs> I don't know where this story's going. The woman said okay. they came over to her properly, blah, blah, like shot and killed it. The animal control officer disposed of the carcass with no rabies testing recommended, Healy said. The victim said, although she was not bitten or scratched, well, she said earlier that it bit her boot, she had possible exposure to coyote saliva while fighting it off. She, she is undergoing she post-exposure rabies treatments as a precaution. She did kiss it. Yeah, they did. She kissed it. She kissed it gently on the lips after No, there was it. tongue. They were spitting in each yeah. other's mouths towards the end. It's of it. right after killing it. Eric, it, it was is, kind of aggressive. It is not only tradition, but um, it's it's considered just polite. Um, Olzaki said it's is not at all uncommon for to, for donkeys to defend themselves in that way. In fact, he Love said it. llamas behave in the same way, which is why people keep them penned with their livestock. Where dude, where, dude. where do you people live in a petting dude, zoo? They, dude, the the Sadeep knows their information about, you know, Various flora and fauna. I really deep got it. So uh, the the answer I really want to give after reading it is fucking East Haddam, Connecticut, where they <laughs> where they apparently live in a goddamn zoo. Yes, uh, yes but yes, but yes, the, yes. the the answer I had originally was the Acme Factory. Uh, oh, so you you kind of you get half a point for Looney Tunes. Yes, yeah, you got it. Andrew, I don't know that I've ever gotten you haven't. so close. You, have, with an you haven't. Game. I'm very proud of you, actually. Because your answers are usually way more thought out than mine. So no, it's I'm the Acme Factory. Time. Because yes. Wiley Coyote. And, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. You got it, dude. That's Nicely done. Was, I'm proud of you. That's where I was going. Thank you. That's where I was going with it. Okay. My headline yes. from the AP. September 23rd, 2020. Andrew, I'm so glad that we did some recent news. Eric, it's November. <laughs> Yeah, but Andrew, sometimes we read things from like 2015. Oh, yeah, we sure do. Okay, fair enough. We're not smart people. Okay. No, we're smart. We're just lazy. That's, yes. Headline. Too much candy, colon. Man dies from eating bags of black licorice. Anyway, can I get that read um, one more time as... Too much candy. (laughs) Can I get it as uh, Walter Cronkite? God, no. Can I get it as Ted Koppel? <laughs> no! Well, I don't know how much, to do those. Too much candy. <laughs> man dies from eating bags of black licorice. As man Based dies on headline, what's more dangerous from eating than too much black licorice. <laughs> That's my best Ted Koppel. A person I didn't know growing up. That's my impression of Dana Carvey doing an impression of Ted Koppel. Yep, that's what it is. I have my, <laughs> I, I, I have my answer. Okay, your answer's ready. Andrew, too much candy. A man dies from eating bags of black licorice. <laughs> Based on that headline, what's more dangerous than aspartame? Uh, Wilford Brimley's untimely demise. We, when he was needed most, he wasn't there. Mm-hmm. To, warn us, <laughs> yes. to warn us about the diabetes. From the AP, a Massachusetts construction worker's love of black licorice wound up costing him his life. Eating a bag and a half every day for weeks. Jesus. Through his nutri- 
threw his nutrients out of whack and caused the 54-year-old man's heart to stop, doctors reported Wednesday. Even, quote, even a small amount of licorice you eat can increase your blood pressure a little bit. What is it? <laughs> it, is, doctor, it is it the sugar? Well, we'll find out, I guess. Dr. Neil Butala, a cardiologist at Mass General Hospital, who described the case in the New England Journal of Medicine. Oh, this is Northeast, they wrote, too. So the Northeast is wrote, dangerous in general. Andrew. They wrote a paper about this guy. This was in a journal of medicine. Yeah, Eric, if you eat they, a bag and a half they of fucking wrote, Twizzlers black licorice every day for X amount of years. You're a thesis. Yeah, you are getting <laughs> in a fucking scientific journal. The problem with, oh my God, glizzer, glizzerzik acid? G, uh, Andrew, G-L-Y-C-Y-R-R-H-I-Z-I-C. Glizzerzik. C Y R R H I need a vowel somewhere. H I Z I C Glizzerzik. Glizzerzik. The pro- the problem with glizzerzik acid found in black licorice and in many other foods and dietary supplements containing licorice root, it can cause dangerously low potassium and imbalances in other minerals and electrolytes. Dude, this is a thing. Eating as little as two ounces of black licorice a day for two weeks could cause a heart rhythm problem, especially for folks over 40, according to the U.S. FDA. Quote, it's more than licorice sticks. It could be jelly beans, licorice teas, a lot of things over the counter. Yeah, and anything with beers. fucking gl- <laughs> glyceric acid. Said Dr. Robert Eckel, a University of Colorado cardiologist I, and former American Heart Association president. I'm Googling the how to pronounce this. The death was clearly this. an extreme. Was that? I'm Googling how to pronounce this real quick. Okay. Andrew, I'm almost done. I know you are. The death was clearly an extreme case. The man had switched from red fruit-flavored twists to black licorice a few weeks before his death. He collapsed while having lunch at a fast food restaurant. Doctors found he had a dangerously low potassium level, which led to heart rhythm and other problems. Emergency responders did CPR, and he revived but then died the next day. The FDA permits up to 3.1% of food's content to have glycerisic acid, but many candies and other licorice products don't reveal how much of it is contained per ounce. Doctors have reported the case to the FBI. I'm sorry, the FBI. Doctors have reported the case to the FDA in hope of raising the attention to the risk. Jeff Beckman, a spokesman for the Hershey Company, the AP went deep on Yeah, they sure fucking did. Damn. They went to Hershey. Jesus Christ. Well, yeah, because they're like, who the fuck else are we going to (laughs) call? Jeff Beckman, a spokesman for the Hershey Company, which makes popular Twizzlers licorice, said in an email they couldn't get him on the phone. He's like, I'm not fucking handling this. I'm going to send you an email statement. Yeah, Eric, because (laughs) the fact they got a response from Hershey at all on this. Well, Andrew, frankly, a Hershey's did not respond to request for comment looks worse here. Yeah, right? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Jeff Beckman, a spokesman for the Hershey's. Yeah, of course we know glycerizic acid is bad. We're a candy company. We know that. (laughs) Said in an email that, quote, all of our products are safe to eat Uh and formulated in full compliance with the FDA. But if you eat a bag and a half of it a day... Okay, well, hold on. Here we go. And that all foods, including candy, quote, should be enjoyed in moderation. Yeah. Oh, so based on that, Andrew. I really want to change my answer, but I know that's not a thing we do. It's Well, what would your changed answer be? Lord Licorice from fucking Candyland. (laughs) Well, no, the real answer is just black licorice, Andrew. It fucking sucks and apparently can kill you. 
No, because they meant they mentioned in there that red licorice does not have this problem. So I like black licorice. I think it tastes good. Black licorice is fucking gross, and black licorice is the answer. More dangerous than all right, fair enough. Because apparently, glycerizic acid is a thing, and they've got John Beckman from the Hershey Company on the hook saying, "Not on the please eat black, please eat black licorice in moderation." That was in his inbox for a week. There were several follow-ups from the AP that went unanswered. Yeah, like, hey, uh, bumping the thread here, can we get a comment? And then, and yeah, then just, finally just, the executive assistant. is like, can you churn out and all of our products are safe to eat and formulated in full compliance? And the guy said, no, draft it for me. Well, everyone, thanks so much for listening to our little podcast. Oh, yeah, thank you. This has been the Burgess Lovecast. Also, I'm uh, we don't... pinging you in Hangouts. Oh, Andrew, for the love of Pete. Oh, Lord Licorice. I thought you were going to ping me about the fact no, that... No, look how dastardly he is. That's why I'm just Dude, saying. Lord... I'm just saying he is fucking... Lord Licorice he is, dangerous. is an unsavory resident and main antagonist of Candy. You know what's going to be really I funny, love... actually? I just realized I... this, is I... when somebody says... Or somebody fucking... Who's smarter than us um, listens to this and says, yeah... Glyceristic acid is in aspartame. That's why it's one of the things why it's dangerous. I was going to say aspartame was the answer, but I wasn't sure. And well, also didn't pre-read it, so didn't know glyceristic acid would have to be a thing I'd learn about. It, but now that I do, I have more reason to hate black licorice. It's all coming together. Black licorice tastes good. My life I'm is sorry. improving. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it tastes like tobacco. Eric, have you yeah. never had Yag bombs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, I have. Here's the thing. I and love thro- black licorice. Throwing up. But... I can't eat it anymore. Andrew, speaking of Yeg bombs, what's in your glass? Oh, oh shit! Yeah, what is in my glass? Well, me boy, I've got, I've got me. I got. I'm yelling. I got me a Nespresso cup again. Um, a Nespresso cup. My little white fucking teacup. You called it a Nespresso. You called it a Nespresso a- cup. No, you did. You said I have my Nespresso. Yes, Eric, because when a brand. Yes, because the last time that we did this fucking podcast, I told you I was drinking out of this teacup that Dad gifted to me when he moved from fucking North Dakota to Colorado. Yeah, that's an that's an espresso cup, not a. You called it a Nespresso cup. Oh, I doubt it, Eric. It's a. The audio is there. Listen for it. What's in your glass? I, I've got a wee bit of Tullamordu mixed mixed with a knockoff uh, LaCroix called Bubbly. Oh, dude. Mm-hmm. That sounds fucking bad. Yeah, it doesn't. What do you call it? Do you have a, do you have a call it an do you call it an espresso cuz you did earlier? And that's wrong. I call it an Irish fuck up. I don't know. An Irish an I, Bubbly. Yeah, an Irish mistake. Uh, the the the, <laughs> the Belfast bubbly, we'll call it. If I that's good. If I knew anything about Ireland, I'd be like, actually, the Irish mistake was, and then I'd insert a joke here, but I don't have. Yeah, one. The, the Irish Some, mistake was the potato famine, but nobody can control that except you know God. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this has been a podcast. This has been our podcast. Thank you so much for Thank listening, you. and remember. To tune in next time, mm-hmm. whenever that might be. I mean, it'll be a, a. Here's what we can promise: is it'll be in the future, not in the past. Correct. That Maybe. Is Make sure you preheat your oven to 350. And fucking 
And we'll be home don't, around seven. Yeah, and don't mix Tullamore Dew with Bubbly because it's gross. Thanks, everyone. Okay, love you. Bye. I love you. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. You. We love you. Bye. Much of heaven can bring you on top ground. Heaven. heaven. Yeah. The kill that makes no sound. What? Wheel, wheel, wheel. <laughs>